Good day, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to um, our season finale of season three. And I'm excited to end on such a great note. Happy New Year's Eve to everyone. And I have something special for you guys, hoping that it can end your um, your year in good spirits so you can start your new year with um, amazing hopes. And um, so let's go ahead and get started. Thank you, Father, for positioning this platform in Christ. And thank you, Father, for placing all those who trusted you as your Savior and allowing us to fellowship through this network as brothers and sisters. Thank you that we are members of your body and we are being built up together as your holy dwelling place. Father, we pray that as the wickedness in the world seems to be increasing and the love of many has grown so cold, that you would continue to unite us in loving fellowship and seek your peace, your word, and forgiveness when we fall short. I pray that this message is delivered in your likeness and pleases you, Father, that our hearts receive it with love. And as we continue on within our day, within our week, and within this new year, that we hold each other up in prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. So again, thank all of you so much for taking the time out to have your coffee in Christ with your your girl, Krishna Janae. I know it's been a while. And, um... I wanted to save the healing part three. Um, I know we were talking about the healing series, but I wanted to wait in particular for part three entitled Broken into Beautiful, specifically for New Year's Eve. I thought it would just be symbolic for a final season finale. And first of all, thank all of you because of you. I have been able to be on air for three amazing seasons and we're going into the fourth season and it's all because of you. We've had over 3,000 listens just within season three and I want to thank all of you so, so very much for the support and for the love and I'm telling you, I am pumped about what's coming for season four. I have so much in store and so many new elements that I'm bringing to the show that I'm excited to share with you, but I'm going to wait and hold off on that and tell you about that towards the end of the show today. So let's talk about, you know, healing. On the last two episodes, part one and part two, we really dived into, you know, what it's like to be broken and what it's like to trying to love someone that is broken all the way from finding yourself being the broken person but I want to end part this season with on a on a a positive and an enlightening note so as we all know there are so many causes to brokenness being a caregiver to the ill, trying to love the emotionally ill, trying to stay in love with the mentally ill, trying to love yourself from the illness caused by any traumatic pain. The psychological trauma this life's journey can cause is so unbelievable at times, but what you must know and fully take in with every part of your being is that 
It is not unbearable. It does not have to keep you broken. It does not have to hinder you into an unrecognizable being. And quite often we find ourselves at that state where we don't recognize who we are. And so there are three things I want to offer you in your journey of healing. Number one, surrender to the Father, serenity with the Son, and support in the Holy Spirit. So that serenity, I mean surrender, serenity, and support. See, every morning during my very first group um, with my patients, we say, well, if I have the first group, we always start off with the pledge and then we say the serenity prayer. And I think, and if I tend to forget, they'll tell me, they say, hey, Miss Krishna, you know, can we do the serenity prayer? We have to do our serenity prayer. We haven't done it yet. And I think it's because they find comfort and they find that sense of hope. They find peace and they find support. And so, I, I think about, you know, that prayer and how, let's take Job for instance. Let's reflect deeply into the book of Job. In a matter of minutes, Job received news that he had lost everything, right? He suffered death of his children, had his valuables stolen and taken. I mean, his business was destroyed and so forth and so forth. But still, Job said, naked I came from my mother's womb and naked I will depart. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. That's the beginning of surrendering, you know. And then the next day, Job was stricken with illness and then sores and then physical pain. Even his own wife asked him to curse God, wondering how God could inflict such pain. And we know this story also very well, and we know how it ends. You know, many of us can actually say we have been Job this year in 2020. I mean, I know I can. We've seen it and we lived it together. We have suffered great losses. We have, te- we have been stricken with illnesses and physical pain. We have found ourselves weeping many nights. And we have even wanted to curse God. But as we take the time on this last day of the year, we should remember that if Job would not have surrendered, if he would not have found serenity in God's faithfulness and relied on the support from the Holy Spirit, he would not have received his restoration. You know, as I'm speaking, um, I start to think about this conversation I had with a friend recently when the world was notified of the passing of Mr. Chatwick. Um, that's the, the actor that played Black Panther, amongst other, you know, amazing roles um, on the theatrical screen and so I remember asking her I said do you know how much faith this man must have had to have stood with great strength to fulfill his purpose in his most vulnerable and weakened state I was just taken aback I mean I went on to explain to her how it only took the act of surrendering to the father finding peace and comfort in the sun to gather strength from the Holy Spirit 
that he was able to keep performing at the level that he did with the weakened body that he had. It was the Holy Trinity living through him that brought about his healing. He may have been physically, you know, aching or may not have been physically healed, but it was his mind, it was his heart, and it was his emotions that took on this sense of healing. This is where he was able to gather his strength and fulfill every purpose and live out, you know, the talents that God had given him and shared it with the world. And so we go back to Job now. No matter what physical state he was in, he declared healing because he knew the God that he served. You see, this year truly has been a year of clarity for us, even though it may have seen that it has been distorted with so much chaos. I like to think that it still has been an opportunity of self-reflection. Every trial, every disease, every loss, betrayal, etc. that has been allowed has given us a vision into reality. See, the reality that healing is more than just physical. Healing is a state of being that can only come through surrender, serenity, and support. This year has definitely been the remaking of Job season. That's what I'm going to call it. (laughs) I had two friends just one week apart during this year receive news of a cancer diagnosis. I even started suffering majorly with my illness silently, still trying to figure out like, hey, I've been in remission for so long, but what is going on? Now it seemed like, you know, I'm falling back um, physically with my chronic illness. And, you know, I know there are so many people, you know, so many people, shoot, it's you and I, ourselves may have lost our livelihoods, our lives. You know, people have lost their purpose. People have lost family, friends, because of the crumbling rafters of this cruel year around the sun. I mean, it truly did seem like everything was caving in on this world. But what I want you to do is reflect now because it's time for you to heal. This exile time can be over the mount over the moment you know you take the blinders off of your heart and envision your peace. It's time for you to surrender your grudges, any bitterness, stress, anxiety, burdens, illnesses, your sorrows, your pain, it's time for you to surrender them unto the Father. It's time for you to find peace, your serenity in the Son with confidence, just as Job did, that, you know, just knowing and having that sense of of assurance that he will not leave you nor forsake you. And it's time to build your foundation 
on solid support with the Holy Spirit, meaning listen for his voice in a world that's so chaotic that you will start to hear your calling. You know, we have to take wisdom from the Holy Spirit. Listen, be still, not making impulse decisions because society is causing us to crumble or giving us a sense of anxiety or a need of, of, of a rush to, to make decisions. I mean, I encourage you on this New Year's Eve to take back your purpose to heal completely and leave all of the baggage and doubt at the altar. If you do that, you will start to walk and talk and see with power, with confidence and assurance that he will cover your path all the days of your life. Healing is an everlasting journey. Let's let's get that understood. You will always face the elements of this world. All the elements that will cause, you know, scrapes and bruises, bending and stretching. Yet what I'm trying to relay to you is when you learn how to surrender to the Father, you will find comfort and peace in the Son and you'll stand firm on the support of the Holy Spirit. This is the key to the healing process. Healing then becomes a growth process instead of just a painful process. Just as the serenity prayer says, serenity to accept what I can change, the courage to change what I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. You know, when you have the, the serenity to accept what I cannot change, the courage to change what I can, and the wisdom to know the difference, this in essence is the art of surrender, serenity, and support. I want you to heal, my brothers and sisters. Heal in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let go and let God. See, when the world wants you to believe he is far away and has abandoned you, just remember the story and the outcome of Job. It is time for us to understand that healing takes place on the inside. Many of us are walking around with bandages, bling, <laughs> this, that, cover girl, whatever, Gucci, whatever. But what is on the inside? Have you surrendered, truly surrendered? When you surrender, <clears throat> you allow those experiences to remove and detach from the hurt and the pain. You won't ever forget your experiences. You don't want to forget your experiences. This is how you grow. This is the growth process. But what you need to start allowing yourself to do is forgetting the pain and the hurt and giving that to God. Surrender. And then you're going to find peace. Accept it. Let it go. Find peace in the Father. Find peace and comfort and assurance that he's always going to be there. And you will get through. And then 
you seek the support. Seek the support. Read inspirational things. Read your Bible. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Be still. Get rid of those negative people and those negative energies that are you that are just weighing you down. You want to know why you may do it, you may be doing the same insane things? It's because you're surrounding yourself with a complacency of insanity. Whether that's people that are around you, you want to make sure that you are grounded in good, solid support. People that you can see and you can hear the Holy Spirit speaking through them. People that are encouraging you, even whenever you can't encourage yourself. That's when you know the Holy Spirit are there in the midst of your friendship, in the midst of your relationships. You find the support, true support. That's true healing. And again, the healing process is a lifelong process. You can't expect, I won't tell you, oh, you decided you're going to surrender. You're going to find your serenity and you're going to find your support in the Holy Spirit and everything, you know, will be okay. No, what I'm saying is every time the world tries to slap something in your face or the every, every time the world try to stretch and bend you you won't no longer see it as a pain process you will start seeing it as a growth process and you will be able to heal every single time with growth wisdom peace love joy this is what the healing process is all about And when you take those concepts, which are called coping or strategies or, you know, skills and tools, you know, the best tools are the Holy Trinity. Surrender to our Father. Find serenity in the Son and support in the Holy Spirit. So I hope that message really resonated with you. I will not take much of your New Year's Eve. I'm really excited about what's coming forward let me go ahead and do our poetry and then I'll tell you about I actually have three recommendation book recommendations that I have for you Um, and then I will end on um, a good positive note of some of the things that um, are in store for season four this poem is by Justin Young Um, It's no title. And it goes like this. Your heart is torn between new and old. What can be and what may have been. Where you are and where you were. Like the winds, constant swirling, spinning in rhythmic patterns. Let your heart be still. Let your mind rest and be at peace with love and the world around you. Let go of the fallen, as they will not be there to catch you. As they are stuck in a never-ending turmoil of what is right and what is not. 
Focus your affections toward change, embracing the fracturing of those dreams and memories best forgotten and removed. Let time and distance heal. As the change in your heart will to heal, no matter the cost, you are worth the effort. And those who have fallen, let them go. And so I want to offer to you this Christmas, I mean, this New Year's Eve, the notion of healing, letting it all go, surrendering, finding serenity, and staying firm in support. This is the healing process because you, my dear, are broken into beautiful and never forget that. So, yeah, I'm snapping. And so I want to, there's three actual books that I'm recommending. Um, You all know we've done the 40 Days and 40 Nights Towards Spiritual Strength and Personal Growth by Ayana. And so I'm recommending this book again. This is the start of the new day. We all know the significance of 40 days, 40 nights. And so if you want to take the journey with me, um, that spiritual journey, I don't really do any type of resolution anymore. What I do is I do a um, reflection. And so I take 40 days and 40 nights and I go through the path in this book that she um, have. And it's really, um, it may be cliche, but I like it. I think it's amazing. It gives me um, a reboost and a reflection of my spiritual um, growth um, each and every year. And so I'll be doing that starting tomorrow. And then I want to, I have actually been, you know, this season has been a transparent season. Um, I, I tend to, I, I said that a few times within this season, how it's just a season of transparency. Season three was all about complete transparency and openness. And maybe that was why I got over 3,000, you know, listens this season. But for me, I was able to grow. I even got into a lot of business ventures. I have so many other business ventures that I'm so excited about. Um, But one was my coffee. I actually um, have my own coffee business, um, Cup of Doves, coffee and tea now, loose leaf tea. And I mean, from mending relationships, letting go of some relationships, letting go of some guilt, just, you know, rendering apologies where I needed them to be rendered and also accepting some apologies that I may not may have never gotten or would never get and accepting that and it's just been a glorious ride this season even with so much going on but one thing that I do want to share with all of you is the business ventures and I've become so into you know, growth, stocks. I also want to recommend it. No way, um, shape or form, I am an endorser of Stash or I'm on their payroll. But I do want to recommend for those that want to dibble and dabble and get started into maybe, you know, um, stocks and trading and things of that nature. I myself um, have been very uh, inclined 
um, with that particular uh, market. And so I started off using Stash as an app called Stash. And so I just want to recommend that. But because I'm so into that stage of my life and setting up different business um, avenues and opportunities, um, besides now moving completely into clinical and mental health and, you know, I want to um, let you know some of the books that I have been, you know, dibbling and dabbling in. So I want to recommend, of course, The Richest Man in Babylon by George Clayson. And this one is a very old one, but it's a goodie. So if you're interested in that, starting your new year fresh and wanting to, you know, look into more business avenues, definitely read that book. And then... My dear friend, I've had him on the show several times. He will be on the show in season four um, many more times because he's just that great. Sean Stewart, um, again, if you haven't followed him on Instagram, YouTube, or Facebook, um, he has a book as well, and it's called Learn the Secrets of the Rich and Wealthy. And so these are the three at this time for this month that I will be focusing a lot of my attention on. I've read The Richest Man in Babylon. Um, I didn't read it um, in depth. I just kind of ran through it. So this month, actually, I will be um, studying it. I will be indulging in it. And there's a difference between reading, just reading and indulging. Indulging is whenever you really want to, you know, walk away and take something and you're doing it for the enjoyment. And for me now, um, growing my business um, venture is actually pleasurable for me. And it's become a part of, you know, a habit for me and a habit, a hobby. Um, it's all of the above. So I'm really excited about that. So I recommend those three books. Um, and those are my three recommendations. Um, now, ending. Next season, I have so much more in store. Let me tell you, I have new segments I'll be adding to the show, such as a musical praise selection, um, a Thursday theme song, because I will be catering and airing um, only on Thursdays. It will be either, I have a, a few in the works, so we're trying to iron it out to see if we are going to stretch the season weekly on Thursdays or once a month on Thursdays. Thursdays. So far, it looked like it'll be once a month on Thursdays. Um, but we'll see. Um, but it'll definitely be on Thursday. So we'll have a, a Thursday theme song. We have more guests. Um, some of my closest friends are going to be on. So you'll be able to really um, see that element and that side of me and um that playful side and that loving side and that tough love side and um we'll be diving into serious questions you know how we manage to have friendships some friendships that may have you know withered off but then reconnected and we're gonna dive into some of those tough questions and things of that nature and um Sean he'll definitely be back giving some great advice definitely financial and um, business advice because um, he's very good at that that's his expertise um, and we'll have a variety of poems from a variety of 
featured poets, actually poets that are locally. And then we also have a Q&A, a question and answer segment, because I've received so many personal questions. And so I'd love to answer them on the show as it pertains or ties into the message that day. You know, I'm just truly excited about the progression of the show and continuing on with the fourth season. The show has had three amazing seasons of being on air. And again, I like to thank all of you. Um, it wasn't, it, 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 it was because of you. I mean, you all have been my constant flame, even when I felt dark and discouraged or when I felt a loss or when I felt I lost my spark with the show and, you know, my whole delivery. And so you guys allow me to fall back in love with, you know, inspiring and inspiration and, you know, my poetry and my reading and my, you know, my writing and you guys is what helps me to stay grounded and it's something about your silent you know presence and I guess it's the Holy Spirit that's really just been supportive in that manner so I thank all of you so so much so for our next season returning in four weeks um, if you like to be a guest if you have your if you want your poem featured um, if you have a business that you want me to shout out or please, please, um, or if you have any questions you like answered, you know, there's no questions off limit. I will sit up here. Remember, I'm transparent as transparent can be. And so just go over, head over to the website, writingdovellc.com. And you can fill out the online contact form. You find that tab and go ahead and fill out that tab. And you can either submit your poem. You can submit your question. You can, you know, say, hey, I want to be um, a guest on the show, whatever the case may be. And I'll definitely be reaching back out to you. Um, keep them coming. And so next season will be awesome. And I have all of you to thank for it. So I just want to end with saying well wishes i want to wish you prosperity happiness peace and of course healing so love all of you you know i need you you need me we need each other and i just want to thank all of you thank you thank you thank you for being committed and for writing this amazing and beautiful you know journey um with me and this ride with me so peace out Love all of you. Happy New Year's Eve and Happy New Year. Goodbye, 2020. Ciao.